0: I'm your superfood host, Catherine Weigel. Yeah, I lost about 145 pounds the natural way. And with me today is
1: your farm to fork host, Donald <laughs> Weigel. And I have lost uh, about 100 pounds organically.
0: Oh, <laughs> so organic and vegetarianally. That's is that right. a word? Yeah. I don't know. Well, it is now. If you're a vegetarian It's our show.
1: We can make it vegetarian.
0: Vegetarian. Vegetarianly?
1: I can't even say it.
0: No, it's not a real word. But vegetarian, the pounds must melt away being vegetarian, mustn't they?
1: Yeah, um I uh I got into a fight recently, kind Ooh. of kind of a fight on bare Twitter. Bear knuckle?
0: Oh, a bear knuckle Twitter fight. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like That's a good way to spend your time.
1: <laughs> there's a guy I follow oh, yeah, on Twitter oh, sorry. who gives really good fantasy football advice and he posted recently that and look this is not this makes me look bad for sure but (laughs) um he He can't see how
0: bad you look on the internet
1: he posted recently that he was looking for some weight loss advice like what do i do there were probably 20 people in his feed that posted go vegetarian Oh. And I know as a veg, I've been vegetarian for thirty years, and for most of that thirty years, just being vegetarian didn't like allow me to lose weight. Did
0: not cut the mustard.
1: And so I for whatever reason, thought it was my duty to point out to all of these people that I had like I was 100 pounds overweight as a vegetarian and that it was certainly possible like and I I was saying things like, you know, beer and potato chips are usually vegetarian. How how did
0: that how did that come? There's usually not
1: a lot of meat in beer. Um. And eventually, the dude was like, stop harassing my followers. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, this isn't actually like a, a weight loss forum in which people were asking for my advice. Please
0: don't give us real information.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, you know, a, the idea here was we are going to, to segueing into the actual topic of oh, the episode. Okay. Uh, we're going to address some of the, the buzzwords that people use that uh, you know, try to get you to eat their foods to, to make them, uh, to make you think that they are healthy. And the idea, what we would like to point out, is just because something is healthy, and I'm using healthy in, in quotes, does not necessarily mean it's going to fit into your weight loss plan. Those are two different things. And it goes the other way. Just because something is low-calorie doesn't mean that it's healthy either. But if you are, if your primary health concern is trying to lose or maintain weight, you have to balance these things together and really pay attention to what you're eating and not just assume because something is healthy that it's going to help you achieve your uh, your weight loss goals
0: usually we save the message for the very end of the podcast to pull it all together but I think you just did a great job of telling everyone what we were going to tell them <laughs> thank you
1: thank you so
0: uh, Donald you came up with this topic idea can you tell us organically why in your life this this came up for you
1: yeah I uh, I'm working I don't know if I should say where I'm working right now but I'm working at a giant giant company uh, that that makes uh, movies and TV shows and all kinds. of It's like of a things.
0: manufacturing facility. Yeah, yeah. Imagine them plunking out at a the
1: end. world famous entertainment company right now uh, on a very famous lot in Burbank, California. I
0: have uh, I have a script. Can you give it to the president of of uh, the company?
1: No, I don't know the president of the company, um, but I do get emails from him uh, every Friday uh, telling me what a great job I'm doing, um, and uh, I recently went to the commissary uh the commissary has been closed because of covid but that's like a
0: cafeteria uh, for yeah, us normal folks
1: that's right but we were uh, we were filming in there on the tv show i'm on and they have a this banner up which explains all of the ways in which they are serving healthy foods
0: oh so healthy
1: and it it contained a whole bunch of buzzwords and it was almost this litany of like Hey, you know you're eating healthy if you're eating here because of and it had it had a lot of words on it like made with real fruit or oh. farm to fork or locally crafted or organic. And none of those things necessarily means that it's healthy.
0: Right. And I think for me I totally fell in like we love romantic words. Like just saying we have apples. Is super boring, right? But if you say something is locally sourced, oh, yeah, or crafted, or a superfood, or it contains antioxidants, yeah, suddenly you just imagine that you put that acai bowl with granola up to your lips, and the fat just melts off your body because it's a superfood,
1: absolutely, and like. The term superfood, for example, is not regulated by the FDA. You if you are a manufacturer or a grower of a product, you can literally call anything a superfood and nobody will stop you from doing that.
0: Wow, it's like there's a hall of justice and yeah. any food is just invited to join the super friends.
1: And I'm not like we are not saying that some of these things are not healthy. We're not saying that they're not wonderful for you, but just because something is labeled as a superfood doesn't mean you're going to lose weight from eating it. Like the pounds aren't magically going to come off and most of the time they're not going to come off.
0: Well, I was watching an internet video on uh, a healthy chicken curry. It was oh, healthy. Yeah. I would like to know about healthy chicken curry. Hey, we I, all
1: would, We even all. <laughs> us vegetarians.
0: <laughs> no, but I was following the spread. I was like, "Oh, I'll watch this video." And I'm like, "Oh, healthy. What does that mean?" I think it is a very big question that I'm not sure anyone knows the answer to. Yeah. Her healthy alternative was instead of using heavy cream in her dish, she used coconut milk.
1: Coconut milk? Yeah. It made
0: them pounds melt away.
1: Exactly. Turns
0: out, I didn't do the exact math, but- the calories were about the same but what healthy meant in this circumstance was lower cholesterol and when we look at a buzzword and don't understand how the uh, the writer is using the word it can make us think that suddenly we're we're eating healthier okay well i'm Eating healthier this year and I haven't lost any weight. Why? We're eating organic. Why are we not losing weight? It's pure, it's skinny, it's artisanal. Why, 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 why are the pounds not melting away? Yeah. And In this episode, I think we're going to go through and just break down some foods that sound like they should be, quote-unquote, healthy. Why is the scale not going down? And we're not saying keep these foods out of your life, but understanding the context of the term and the calories, I think are really important. And we push calories because that's how we lost the weight.
1: And people, there are reasons, people have reasons for wanting to buy something that's organic or wanting to buy something that's locally sourced or farm to fork. And those can be very good reasons, but they have nothing to do with health and nutrition. And organic strawberries have exactly the same calories in them as the conventionally grown strawberries. And you can have your reasons for buying the organic, but don't think that they're just magically going to, you know, cause the pounds to melt off.
0: Yeah. And, you know, and there are so many you know, buzzwords that are even, you know, I think in the 80s, we thought that because something was fat free.
1: Oh, yeah. You
0: know, all oh, the snack wells, just bury me in snack wells and it will just make the pounds fall off. And I still have to watch myself with those buzzwords like skinny. Oh, it's a skinny margarita. It's a skinny popcorn. It's yeah. a skinny bread. It's or, a...
1: or even light and light, L-I-G-H-T and L-I-T-E.
0: Smart. I want yeah. smart Oh, yeah, food. smart.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Or things like no sugar added. Ooh. That doesn't mean that something has no sugar in it. It just means that the natural sugars. You know, I like to point this out all the time because I'm a giant bummer that <laughs> orange juice has more calories per ounce than a Coca Cola. Oh my gosh! And it just because orange juice has a bunch of vitamins in it, which are great. Um, doesn't mean that it's going to help you maintain or lose your weight.
0: But Donald, what if something is pure?
1: Oh, well, pure, <laughs> that must mean that it's going to make the pounds melt off.
0: And if it's grain-free, that basically means it's a free ticket to thin town, right?
1: Exactly. Um, No, actually, no. And even, you know, gluten-free foods, just because something is gluten-free, if you have a gluten intolerance and you have to skip gluten foods, then then that is something that you want to look out for. But if you're assuming that because something is gluten-free, that it's lower in calories, they gluten-free baked goods, for example, generally have a different kind of flour, which has the same amount of calories as wheat flour. And then they add the same amount of, you know, fat and, and starch and everything else in it that the regular thing has.
0: Yeah. And I remember we had a friend over once who I felt like she was telling me a secret that the government didn't want us to know, but she, She is a naturally slender person. Must be nice. Yeah. She announced that agave still has calories. Yeah. And she had just learned this fact and was like, did you know agave has calories? And – It does. Turns out, just because something's made with all-natural, pure, farm-to-table agave. You know,
1: or labeled as made with real fruit. I mean, real fruit is healthy. Basically, you eat fruit and the pounds just melt off. Well, fruit juice, as I mentioned with the orange juice, can be very high in calorie. And there can be as many or more calories in something sweetened with fruit as there can be with something that's sweetened with sugar.
0: Do you remember when we used to go to Jamba Juice like it was our job? Oh, my
1: goodness. Yeah.
0: Like... Probably five hundred calories in a Jamba Juice. Oh man, a lot Lots of them are sugar. seven
1: or eight hundred. Like there's like a peanut butter one there. That's I think like eight or nine hundred calories.
0: Well, and you know I think that the buzzwords distracted me for so long. And I know Donald doesn't know I'm going to talk about this, but here we go. Buckle up, everybody.
1: I will be surprised.
0: Um, I was vegan for eight years. Yeah. I not a not a GMO in sight. Uh, everything was you know cholesterol free. Maybe the worst shape of my life. I am not discounting the value of being vegan or being vegetarian, but I think we can assign sort of a a value to a style of eating, and it might make us feel superior. It might make us feel like we're making a difference in the world, which is great. But because I have a disordered relationship with eating, having a bag of Lay's potato chips is not like... Yeah. causing the polarized caps to not melt. Yeah, and Cat,
1: Cap'n cap and crunch cereal is vegan. Yeah, Like Oreo Oreos cookies are vegan. Are vegan. <laughs> like you you might be helping animals by by eating Oreos, but you're not helping your waistline by well, eating Oreos. And
0: again, I am not discounting a vegetarian or vegan.
1: Look, I've been vegetarian for thirty years. I am all for it. But I'm just I am saying from my own experience, I was vegan for a a good chunk of that time too, and I was It was very easy for me to get 100 pounds overweight while still eating vegan or vegetarian.
0: Right. So we're going to go through uh, a list that Donald has put together, he found on the interwebs too, of a bunch of foods that at the surface might seem healthy. When I was vegan, for example, I ate probably 1,200 calories of hummus every day. Yeah. Saving the earth. The polar ice caps are great. Uh, turns out my waistline was expanding.
1: And, and hummus is actually on this list. Yeah. I, I found this article. Uh, there's a website called Spoon University. Oh, um, And the, the article is uh, um, a list of 20 foods that are higher calorie than you might think. Um, We're going to break it open, people. I'll link to it in the show notes. And hummus is is on here. A, a smallish container of uh, – like a medium container of sabra hummus – um, seems like you're eating healthy. Oh, it's hummus. It's just ground chickpeas, but 700 calories for a medium container. Um, 85 calories per tablespoon, which is like eating peanut butter, like right out of the jar.
0: Well, and I've seen two people posting, like, everybody, quick, run to the store. There's chocolate hummus now. It's like having Nutella, but it's healthy for you. Hey, people. Don't do that.
1: I have a pumpkin spice buddy at work. Uh, we, we both have <laughs> pumpkin
0: a, spice. a... Pumpkin this is spice? This new buddy. information. Yeah.
1: We have a mutual love of all things pumpkin spice. And he mentioned to me that there was a pumpkin spice dessert hummus that I've he saw that. at the store. And I yeah. was like, I cannot go down that they, road. They
0: had that at Costco and it was a tub. Anything delivered in a tub a is bucket. not... Yeah, <laughs>
1: buckets. Bucket a hummus.
0: But Donald, you have a, kind of your top four that you'd like to go through. So well, why do yeah, we start with yours?
1: from this article on Spoon University um I'll lump a few of these together but granola granola bars healthy cereals healthy. and trail mix like those are all things that I think we grew up or I grew up at least thinking were were healthy and low calorie and like you know you got to have a bowl of muesli like a muesli oh. is like the healthiest thing you can have for breakfast in the morning but it turns out that a 1 cup of muesli can have, uh, 400 to 450 calories in it. It's like one cup. And if you're like me, you didn't just put one cup right. of cereal in your cereal bowl. Like I was putting way more than that. And then you put the milk on top of it and, and you're looking at a real high calorie, high sugar start to your day. And, you know, granola, um, a cup of granola can be 500 to 700 calories yeah. depending on the brand. And again, one cup is not for me. That's not that much.
0: Well, and two, I mean, I love granola and in it, in all of this, we are not saying don't have it. We are just saying, Oh, be, definitely not saying that. Be aware of the caloric impact of the foods that you're eating. And also the satiety that goes along with the food that you're having. So for me, one cup of muesli with milk keeps me full for 20 minutes and then I go back for a second chaser of it. So for us, and we've done episodes about it too, and this is true for all of the list, is we like pumping up the volume. Pump Pump up 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 the the volume. volume. So for granola have a tablespoon of granola just sprinkled on top, but add a lot of strawberries, add blueberries to the cereal, pump up the volume to give you that satisfaction of the crunch and the taste without just blowing your whole day's calories on something that isn't going to satisfy you in the long run.
1: And I buy granola bars. I'll just say what they are. They're kind bars. Um, I don't like triggering anybody by talking about things but there is a particular kind bar that oh, yeah, i really we're, enjoy
0: we're gonna talk about food in this episode so yeah, if that's yeah, an yeah. issue for you you might want to skip it. yeah if
1: that. you don't want to hear lots of talk about food maybe don't but the i buy the mini ones they have these boxes of mini ones that are 100 calories each and i can have one like i have one several times a week and i fit it into my calorie count and i plan for it and i don't eat it too early in the day i wait till after dinner to have it as a, as like a treat dessert thing And it really satisfies my craving for that and I'm able to work it into my life. So I'm not saying skip the granola bars altogether. What I'm saying, what we are saying is don't, you know, pull out a package of full size granola bars that have like the two bars in one bag and assume That you're eating something that's low calorie.
0: Well, and for me, you know, Donald must be nice, everybody, uh, is a moderator. He can have one tiny little granola bar and it's fine. For me, as a compulsive eater, for a day or two, I can have one. Yeah. And then suddenly it turns into four. And then I might as well finish the entire box because I just want to get it out of the house. Um, So know yourself and know what you can have in the house. I know for me, when I have been on quote unquote diets before, protein bars were a really big part. Oh, yeah. of yeah. Like, I used to get out of bed, which took 10 minutes because my feet hurt, hurt really badly, and then I would hobble to the kitchen and just break open a... Cliff Bar just for three hundred calories of a boost just to get me going. And in the we day. used to eat
1: the builders bars, which oh, yeah, I think are maybe part. even higher calorie because they were high protein. I was like, oh well, I'm getting a high protein thing that tastes like a candy bar, so it's gotta be good for me. Right.
0: So basically starting my day with a candy bar, and I think defining what the food is in reality, it's it's not wholesome. It's basically a candy bar. And we have to talk about that with our daughter too, because she'll have a granola bar. They're delicious. They're sweet. They're crunchy. They're, you know, they've got everything going for them. But it's basically candy. And I have to change the language about it because, it's like, oh, but it's ancient grains and wholesome and 12, you know. Yeah you know, antioxidants, in reality, it's candy to me. So I have to be very aware of the role that the food plays in my life.
1: And you know, this isn't really part of the topic, but Catherine mentioned that I'm a moderator. And I I think I am a moderator at this point, but I didn't used to be. I used to not be able to control myself around things. So it is, I think the good news here is what I'm saying is if I can make it work, there is hope for other people out there to make it work. But follow our three strikes rule. We did an episode pretty recently about this, which you can go back and listen to.
0: Right. But also the idea, you know, going back to when we're looking in the grocery store, the way the packaging is worded, you know, like Nature Valley, Cedar Lane, like, oh, oh, it's artisanal. And there's a grandma churning butter. Like, oh, it can't be, oh, it's country time. Like, oh boy, that's wonderful. But when we talk about, you know, healthy cereal which Donald, you know, just mentioned. For me, I save cereal for dessert. Because for me, it is not satisfying. Like we consider it a morning food, but for me, it is dessert. So many cereals have lots of sugar. Others don't. But for me, it's not very satisfying. So sprinkling a little bit of cereal on yogurt is a great idea or just saving it for dessert, having it on some ice cream at the end of the day. That keeps it in my plan without making it a breakfast that suddenly I'm hungry 20 minutes later and want more.
1: Exactly, and speaking of another thing that many of us have in the morning, uh, coffee is another thing. You leave my coffee alone. I know, I know. Um, Thankfully, coffee and tea I enjoy uh, unsweetened and plain, and they are uh, virtually no calories in them.
0: I thought you were going to say black like your soul.
1: (laughs) Yeah, black like my soul is another way to put it, but. Um, if you get like a venti coffee at Starbucks oh my gosh. that typically has four pumps in it, you're looking at 100 calories of sugar in the morning that you might not even be thinking about.
0: Well, and here's the thing. I have tried those fat free diet half and half monstrosities um, and if you like those that's super great but for me having my coffee in the morning with half and half and a tablespoon of uh, pumpkin spice flavored
1: oh yeah cream
0: flavored substance liquid. Yeah. It is worth it for me, and I budget it into my day. So again, we're not talking about abstaining from things that you like, but deciding, okay, I'm going to have one tablespoon of the pumpkin spice creamer, and then I'm going to have half and half. And for me, that's 120 calories in the morning, and it's well spent because I savor it and I enjoy it. But watch out, like if we're in pumpkin spice PSL season right now, stick to the tall, you don't need a venti, like just really dial it back because there's so many calories available to us each and every day. And being able to moderate it and have a smaller portion can really make it, You know, it it can make it enjoyable without feeling like you're letting yourself down on your goals.
1: And I just generally don't like to drink my calories uh, most of the time. I do work in an occasional alcoholic beverage or an occasional Coca-Cola, something like that. But um I rarely do it because it it satisfies me on one level but does not satisfy my hunger in any way and there you know so I'm taking in calories but not actually getting satisfied hunger wise so it tends to lead me to overeat but um if it is your jam work it in but just be very mindful about how you do it
0: exactly and you know and there are a lot of foods that I in the past thought were healthy for me just because you know you know, I think too. In like the eighties and nineties, there were certain buzzwords like froyo. Like, oh, oh yeah, you're not having ice cream. Go to TCBYI FYG or whatever. I don't remember the country's best yogurt. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> but like, I think Seinfeld even did an episode where they were like, oh, we're going for froyo, and it's ninety nine percent fat. Yeah, they did. They did.
1: Uh, but you know, it turns out froyo has averages about a hundred calories per a, a half a cup. And generally, they, you know, you go to those places and they serve it in a giant container where you can easily get two cups in there.
0: Well, we've got a Mench- plus
1: toppings on top of everything.
0: We've got a Menchie's in our neighborhood, which is a froyo place, and the math that they use to measure, like, oh, well, this is per ounce thirty five calories. But this, like the way the math of it is, people end up going out there with like five cups of froyo, right? You know, with all these toppings on top. And great if you can fit it into your plan, but the math behind it it adds up really quickly.
1: And even things like popcorn, which. Three cups of air pop popcorn is only 93 calories, which is great. So you might be under the impression that popcorn is a great low-calorie snack, but then you grab a microwave popcorn. A typical bag of microwave popcorn is 400 calories. And, you know, not individually portioned out, but, like, you don't make a bag of microwave popcorn and then just eat the, part of it.
0: The math <laughs> behind the popcorn is, like – For 25 kernels, it's this, but each but each bag has 4.5 kernels per half a you know yeah. the math is really crazy so and just watch I think out. the
1: word is out on movie theater popcorn but just a small movie theater popcorn with a one pump of butter topping can be over 600 calories. Oh,
0: that is rough. Well, we went to Disneyland with your family a couple of years ago and I was trying to think of a healthy option to Oh eat. yeah. and I was like, "Hey, why don't we split a turkey leg like that? It's just turkey. It's nature's miracle. Let's just do that. And it turns out we got it. And then I added up the calories afterward. I want to say it was something like 1800 calories for the turkey leg. Oh yeah. I almost fell off like a Disney ride because it, I was like, oh, it's just turkey. It's not that. And I could have gotten, you know, like, two tacos at the whatever taco place or a hamburger for less calories than the turkey leg.
1: Yeah. But you don't look like Henry VIII walking around when you have those other things for sure. Henry VIII probably didn't eat tacos.
0: Probably not.
1: Um, Another one uh, that the article mentions to look out for is dried fruit. And the, you know, not that dried fruit isn't healthy, but the fresh fruit has enough water in it that it, it has volume. And, you can eat a lot of uh, fresh fruit. I eat a lot of fresh fruit just about every day. I'll have um, pineapple or raspberries or, or, you know, or you know what fresh fruit is. And <laughs> <laughs> But a quarter cup of dried cherries has as many calories as nearly two cups of fresh cherries. And so if you're really trying to pump up the volume, up volume or get bang for your buck, eating the fresh variety is so much better. Like you might think like, oh, I'm just eating fruit when you're eating dried fruit. But it can be a lot more calories than you realize.
0: Right. And two, you know, I mean, we've already talked about hummus, but salad dressings. And I, th- I think uh, salad dressings fall into that kind of hidden tiny calorie Uh, category where if you know back in the day when people used to go out to eat together for lunch yeah you'd go to the office
1: i remember those days
0: if you ordered at olive garden a small bowl of spaghetti and someone else got the salad i mean there were so many times when people are like oh i'm just gonna have a salad i'm just gonna have a salad yeah for sure why are you eating pasta but sure the lettuce is low calorie but you get you know Two or three tablespoons of the full-fat dressing, and suddenly you're looking at the same number of calories as the bowl of pasta.
1: We've already talked about smoothies, but the article points out uh, smoothies being super high calorie. But also, you know, people add chia seeds. Like yeah. adding chia seeds to a thing is a thing to your smoothie, and at. 137 calories per ounce, which is about two tablespoons. You might be adding like a lot of calories, even though they do pack some nutritional power. Uh, you might be adding a lot more calories to your smoothie. And I'm suggesting that perhaps chia seeds belong on your chia pet more than the You know, as a child of the 80s, smoothie. chias yeah.
0: don't go in the mouth, they go on, you know, a baby Yoda shaped thing or yeah. like a Bob Ross head. But also going back to, smoothies and sort of buzzwords there are so many acai berry ancient oh yeah ac- antioxidant things we went uh, out to breakfast uh, in the before times there was an acai bowl and it had more calories than the eggs and pancake dish that was right next to it. But we imagine, you know, these like, oh, well, it's, it's fruit and it's a smoothie and it's served in a bowl and things in bowls have no calories. We know that about ourselves. Saying the term nut butter, nut butter, wholesome, like, oh, well, it's just almond butter. It doesn't have calories. I had at one point wanted to make sort of healthy treats for our daughter. And the idea of having a protein ball, like, oh, you're just mixing some chia and some nut butter and some whatever, and you've got like a healthy little treat, 90 calories each, that's great. But if you're eating them, if you're popping them in your mouth, like you're popping cherries into your mouth, Suddenly you're looking at four or 500 calories, which is exactly what happened to me. My, our daughter could have one or two of them and be fine. But yeah. for me, that, you know, temptation of like, well, it's agave and it's almond butter and it's pure and natural and an ancient grain. And suddenly I've eaten six of them and, you know, whatever protein value is in them is taken away because I'm a compulsive eater. So knowing yourself and knowing what you can keep in your health, just because it's quote unquote healthy doesn't mean that it's helping you with your health goals.
1: And I think we just want to touch on two more. Uh one for me, like I have kind of a crusade against breakfast foods. Um I don't know <laughs> if uh look, I love breakfast nobody foods. Nobody
0: expects the Spanish omelet inquisition. <laughs>
1: That's a really good one. Um nobody <laughs> Sorry. Uh, um
0: we can we can take that out and
1: post. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not taking it out. It's staying in. Um I love breakfast foods. I truly do, but I think that most breakfast foods, we've already talked about a lot of them, that we wake up and we immediately eat these high calorie, low protein, yeah. very sugary foods. Like I felt like garbage in the morning after eating breakfast, usually. And it took me years and years to figure out it was because I was starting my day with cereal or a bagel or waffles or pancakes or all of these like high calorie, high sugar foods. And another one to add to that list that the um, that the article points out is muffins. Oh my gosh! And I think you know when I was a kid in the seventies, muffins were like these small, very bland whole grain, you know, items. Of sadness. Yeah, yeah, rocks of sadness. Exactly. And they have evolved into these giant, like, delicious chocolate chip filled, you know, 800,000 calorie items that I think people still associate with being healthy. It's like some sort of holdover from the the olden times of the 70s.
0: Well, and our daughter, you know, we we pair Fridays with getting a muffin at uh, our local bakery and we've, we've paired it so that it's once a week, yeah. she can have it, it's fine. And she's good with that, but we still have to explain to her that it's not some healthy, delicious, like, well, I'm getting a banana muffin. And it's a, a chocolate muffin with some banana in it. And I have to explain to her and just, and it's not, it's not in an aggressive way though. I'm sure you shall tell her therapist that in 30 years that like, It's basically candy for breakfast. She's basically having like a a chocolate cake with some banana in it because we can think just because something is whole grain or it has, you know, a fruit in it that suddenly it's this super health food and being able to categorize it as an indulgence, as a treat, keeping the Jamba juices in your – sure, if you like it, get a small one once a week. Get You know, pair it with, you know, getting your eye exam or – uh, you know, your dog trained or something like that, like keep it in your life. But having it as a daily like, oh, it's super superfood. So good.
1: Well, and I think that we have grown up having it pounded into us that breakfast is the most important meal of the day that you have to have breakfast. If you don't have breakfast, you're basically a puppy hater. And <laughs> that we are doing ourselves a disservice like breakfast might be the most important meal of the day but not if you're eating a giant stack of waffles with whipped cream oh my gosh Uh and you know it, it you're you're actually it's counterproductive to start your day with dessert basically
0: well, and I follow uh, an influencer who just posted about the healthiest pumpkin pancakes you can have. Yeah. And she...
1: Still not that healthy.
0: She has never been obese, and she she herself is very healthy, and I think certain people can work indulgences into their life. But the picture that she so showed was a stack of pancakes... 12 pancakes high. Yeah. But there's like,
1: I could eat all of, by I the could way. Eat
0: all of it. And just because you're using coconut flour and almond flour and almond milk doesn't mean as someone with an eating disorder that you can just make it and the pounds are going to melt off. Knowing like that is an indulgence for a special day. And I'm going to pair it with, you know, some, a lot of strawberries or cantaloupe or something like that to pump up the volume. I think that that can be a a great way to keep treats in your life but seeing an influencer say something is healthy what does that mean does that mean that it's low in cholesterol does that mean that it is non-gmo or organic healthy can mean different things to different people and i think as people with weight issues We still have to really watch the amount or the volume of food that we're eating, keeping it in our life in a mindful way, but knowing that one person's organic does not mean that it is going to make the pounds fall off.
1: Absolutely. And um, the last thing that I wanted to talk, which is Catherine gave me the perfect segue is salmon. Um, And I don't eat salmon myself, been a vegetarian for 30 years, as we've mentioned 87 times. But salmon on its own is about 250 calories for a six ounce filet, which six ounces seems like a reasonable size, but you have to be very careful about how it's prepared and how big it actually is. Like when you go to a restaurant, you're probably not just getting a six ounce filet. It's probably eight, 10, 12 ounces, and it's probably, you know, drenched in butter or oil and um, just because you're eating the salmon doesn't necessarily mean you've got the healthy uh, low-cal choice on your plate.
0: Well, and I, I personally love the salmon, so yes. I will be having it. I usually prepare it at home, so it's fine. But I think just knowing that, again, volume matters, the butter and you know oils and sauces definitely matter. Um, I prefer a piece of salmon over a white fish that might not satisfy me as longer. Yeah. So just knowing the impact of it. And I think the the one thing I wanted to mention, actually, I guess there are a couple of things. Um, one thing on the list was the rice cake.
1: Oh, which yeah. Which was basically oh, I skipped over that
0: America's one. darling uh, in the 1980s. Oh, my
1: goodness, it sure was. It was like, you can just eat rice cakes till the cows come home and... Uh, which is a thing people used to right, say. Right,
0: was farm on the table or table yeah. on the fork. Yeah. But rice cakes, I know back in sort of diet uh diet land of the 80s and 90s, like I was like, "Oh, it's a rice cake. It's just going to make the pounds melt." I just thought everything made pounds melt away. Turns out nothing did except eating at a caloric deficit, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. But rice cakes have 70 calories each. And if you're eating it as though it's going, you know, it's like ancient grain whatever, you know, it still has calories. And if you are eating three or four of them at a time, suddenly you're adding up the calories really quickly. That being said, uh, Giancarla, hello, Giancarla. Hello. Uh, friend of the show, friend of friends. She, she was eating them the other day on Mole Place, W O L T Place. And I was like, rice cakes. That's a thing I could eat because I like crunch at lunch. That's right. I like crunch at lunch. Whoa,
1: crunch at lunch. I love
0: it. Um, But I was eating chips, which are really uh, sort of a gateway to overeating for me. So I started having uh, a single rice cake, 70 calories with a little bit of Peanut butter and jelly—that's right, an American treat. But it was satisfying that crunch, the lunchtime crunch desire, um, with uh, having a little bit of peanut butter and jelly instead of bread. So it worked out for me. So I am making it work. But I also know that there's no magical properties to it. It's not calorie free. Just because a bread has like 12 grains or 24 grains, which is better? Like, do you want a 24 grain bread or or a doofus bread that only has 12 grains? Well,
1: just ask yourself if you would rather do a seven-minute ab workout or a six-minute <laughs> ab no workout. There's no way you can
0: get abs in six and minutes. And I think
1: you know the answer to that.
0: So in all of this, whatever you're enjoying – Understand the caloric impact of it and go back to one of our episodes like pop up the volume.
1: Pop up the volume. Where
0: you can make a food that you really enjoy go farther by pumping up the volume with lower calorie, high fiber, high volume foods. Add salsa to guacamole. I feel like salsa is the new Windex from uh, my big fat Greek. Oh wedding. my goodness. I put yeah. salsa in basically everything. I
1: do too. Holy cow. I put salsa on veggie. Dogs yesterday it was really good <laughs>
0: i put it into chili into guacamole into sour cream and it like yeah, yeah into everything and it makes the volume and it basically is a vegetable so i'm getting my vegetables every day
1: uh bummer town note watch Uh-oh. that you're not having like your mango or your pineapple salsa though because those actually do have a, a decent amount of calories in them
0: yeah so i know we've wandered around a lot in this episode so in the end we're asking you to watch out for buzzwords and for the branding around foods that you think might be helping your weight loss journey, but are actually slowing it down. For us, and you know this, we believe that calories really matter in this whole thing. We're not asking you to eat non-GMO, farm-to-table, whatever, do what you want, but understand the impact of it. Watch out for buzzwords like baked, light, skinny, small batch, kettle cooked, like all of those things that make it sound really appetizing and really, you know, wholesome. And, you know, I think there was like an ad I saw recently that was like, parents agree that... Morphine is great for kids. So, <laughs> yeah. like, DDT is a wonderful additive, everyone, like from the 1950s. So, watch out for the buzzwords. What are people trying to sell you? What kind of, you know, tableau are they painting for your food lifestyle? Are you having trouble going down the scale? If so, watch out for those buzzwords. Count calories just once, just measure out the calories once and see The impact that your nut butter is making, the chia seeds, the bowls, how many calories are in that
1: bowl. And just be really mindful of, you know, even if something is healthy, watch the calorie count because there are varying versions of all things out there. And uh, you can work them all into your life, but uh, just uh, know what you're doing.
0: Yeah, we're definitely not snobs about the kind of food that we eat. If you've been listening to us long enough, you know that we eat a lot of frozen food, a lot of packaged foods, a lot of convenient you know, throw it in the microwave, pump up the volume stuff. We're not, you know,
1: yeah, I don't think that my 150-calorie bag of Doritos is healthy. I just think it's a delicious treat that keeps me from binging but, foods.
0: But what about the Simply Organic Doritos in the white package that looks like it? No, nope, still has calories. No, nope,
1: nope. and, and I think actually a slightly more calories than yeah. the regular Doritos. So
0: just watch out what people are trying to sell you. Remember, the large print giveth and the small print taketh away. Be very mindful. Be aware. Track calories. See how it goes see how it impacts you. Because we spent so many years falling victim to buzzwords and thinking that we were doing right by ourselves when really those buzzwords were keeping us from going down the scale because we weren't being accountable to the calories.
1: And thank you very much for listening to this show here at We Only Look Thin. We've got synergy and (laughs) multi-level integration and Multi business, multi grain buzzword so stuff. So many, and we really appreciate you listening. If you would like to do us a favor, uh, leave us some buzzwords on Apple Podcast. Yeah. we would really
0: appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, save, save it for the review. <laughs>
1: Yeah, just give us five stars and then write super foods. Like that would be, uh, that would be something we would enjoy. It really helps people find the show when they're looking for podcasts like ours. And, um, if you enjoyed this episode, you can find all of our other episodes wherever you found this one, uh, and also at our website, weonlylookthin.com.
0: We podcast at the source.
1: We do. It is very (laughs) locally sourced. It's local to this couch and these two microphones.
0: Exactly. Um, If you would like us to cover a topic that we have not yet covered, you can email us at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. You can find us at the socials, on the Twitters, on Instagram and Facebook at weonlylookthin.
1: And uh, if you need some outer accountability, if you're looking for some support, you can also join our support group. And you can find out more information about that at weonlylookthin.com. Click on the cleverly named link, join our support group.
0: It's non-GMO, artisanal, grain-free, and it's very small batch. It's a very, it's a small group, which I really like.
1: It's also of- mail-free as yeah. <laughs> well. It, it really is, it is free, Testosterone of, free, free of dudes, except I sort of monitor as an admin, kind of.
0: Yeah. So uh, so yeah, there's lots of ways to be involved if you think you need a little bit of uh, accountability. It is a really lovely group of women supporting one another. It is not a weight loss plan, but it is a safe space to share your weight loss journey venture with other people who know exactly what you're going through.
1: And you can tag me on posts about pickles, That's which is basically what happens what, a lot. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's like one joke. Guy. I'm glad we don't give out our uh, our address because I think people would just send you pickle send me pickles when yeah. we things. I get so. I
1: get pickle Rick uh, toys and plush dolls and things.
0: Yeah, you have actually gotten uh, pickle salt. I we did. I did salt. get pickle From salt, Nicole. which is actually pretty Delicious. tasty. Delicious.
1: Yeah, no, I enjoyed that. It's just so. pre workout. <laughs> <laughs> my pre-workout game is on lock it's just pickle salt delicious so if you still don't know the difference between fork to table or table to fork (laughs) just remember that Catherine and i are an An inspiration inspiration the information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only the hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.